All my friends, all my friends, all my friends with Justin Flaskerud. All my friends, all my friends, all my friends with Justin Flaskerud. Are you listening to CBJRadio.com yet? It's the 2021 International Singer-Songwriters Association Radio Station of the Year. It's a free internet radio station. Brand new shows every day. Shows range from a hip-hop show to a rock show to all independent artist show and a Friday night request show. Don't forget about Retro Saturday Nights as well. Make sure CBJRadio.com is the only internet radio station you listen to. Hello, friends. How are you doing? Now, it's been a few weeks since my last episode, and when I started this show, my first rule to myself was not to put too much pressure on myself to crank out a new episode each week or two episodes each week. There are over 70 episodes now, and, well, sometimes it's hard to find guests for the show. Not everyone wants to sit down and do an interview, nor has the time to do it, so... I ask and ask and ask, and I'm lucky to get the guests I've had so far. Now, I will admit, on this episode right here, I was a little rusty. And, well, I think I adjusted to that by talking a whole lot more. Today's guest is Martha Reich. And we had a lot of fun in our 20s at the University of Wyoming. And her past did cross when I believe her roommate dated the singer of a Laramie band at the time, Medicine Tree. And that band would practice at Jeff Ricketts' apartment in downtown Laramie. And if you want to learn more about Jeff, his episode is number nine in this show. Jeff and I also own CBJRadio.com together. Both Martha and I are far removed from our college years. And those days are kind of hazy, at least to me. But I'm glad my past crossed with Martha again and life uh, through my girlfriend and well i'm not going to give you any more spoilers let's get to the interview born in sheridan and raised right outside of sheridan wyoming like small town like where outside of sheridan is it i went to high school i went to school um all the way through school to high school in bighorn okay and how big was that community? It's pretty little. So my graduating class had 22 people. Wow. Yeah. That's not uncommon in Wyoming. I, I feel so like I have a huge school I went to because I went to high school here in Laramie and we had like 300 students in my graduating class. I don't know them all. Um, I'm sure they're all cool. I recognize their faces, but um, then I hear people like, yeah, 22 people. And I was like, wow, you got to know them well Definitely. over many years. <laughs> uh, so did your parents meet in Wyoming? Or are they from other places? Yeah, my my dad grew up in Sheridan um, and his dad was a rancher, ranch manager, it's ranching family. And then my mom um, grew up in Maryland and really wanted to be around the mountains and ride horses. And so they actually both worked at the same dude ranch in the late sixties up above Sheridan. Was it one of those love at first sights or was one like, I don't know. Yeah. You don't know. I don't know. My parents met in college. And so I figured they always say that. And I don't ask any more questions beyond that one. (laughs) Love at first sight or anything like that. 
Um, on is it just you or do you have siblings? I have an older sister, um, Becca. She's two years older than me. And then I have a stepbrother, AJ. He is eight years younger than me. And then I have a half sister, Monica. And she's 10 years younger than me. So your parents, your parents divorced at some moment. Mine, mine did too. And uh, how old were you when that happened? I think six or seven. Six or seven. Same here. Same here. Um, and then I don't know. They may have dated other people, but I don't like think about that much. But they, the people they settled and settled with, decided to stay in love with, uh, are my step parents. And they, yeah. my parents married to my step parents longer than they were ever together. And so I always like question how my parents got together. I, I love them each individually for their things, but I don't know how they were ever a couple. Um, it's it's great that they have these people in their lives. I love my stepmom and stepdad. They've been big influences in my life, just beyond being parents of mine. I think my stepmom, I think I know my stepmom was my third grade teacher, but they weren't married yet, but they were together. And my stepdad was an instructor at the University of Wyoming in my major in broadcasting. And uh, he he subtly steered me in that direction. Um, I didn't plan on going down that road, but next thing I know, I'm in it. And he's a huge mentor in my life. So, oh, yeah, I love my stepparents and stuff. So with your older sister, because I have one who is six years older than me, mm-hmm. um, she cast quite a shadow growing up. She was smarter, more athletic. Um, she was original rude and everything. And so... Um, it basically dictated who I was going to be, uh, the middle child. And I have all those middle child, uh, tendencies. It probably why I have a radio station and a podcast, the look at me stuff. And, uh, so are you, you and your sister like freaking frack? Are you, were you trying to separate from her? Or, I mean, we always follow around our older siblings. Yeah, definitely. We're the best of friends now. And she, um, was two years ahead of me in school and, was valedictorian and captain of the volleyball team. Ah, uh, yes. It was a lot to try and live up to. Um, but we're we get along great. Yeah. Now and we're and, just totally different people. And... Yeah. I, I I get along with great with my sister, but my or my sisters, because I got three of them, a stepsister that's two year four years older than me, younger sister who's eleven years younger than me. And uh we get along, but I swear our parents, at least my mom and dad were like, they moved from Washington, Oregon. Uh, they, they broke out of the family mold and it just made us break out of the family mold. I eventually one time moved to New York. My older sister in the middle of winter and her now husband moved to Florida. My little sister went to Florida for a while. Like we were spread out. We're still kind of spread out. And, uh, but it's all finding our own identity because there was a lot of, identity through siblings and such so um i love to stay in touch but i like my life and i'm glad that i'm the only one in this state that i'm related to so uh it that that kind of stuff but maybe they don't feel the same way they probably wish we lived closer and such but it's good to see them in holidays and we don't fight and bicker them like we did as kids and so that always <laughs> is good um and as far as your younger siblings step siblings right yeah, a stepbrother and a half sister. And a half sister. And so I remember you, it was eight years was one difference. Yeah, I think AJ is about eight years younger than I am. Wow. So were you like another built in parent to him? 
No, we oh. fought. I, I lived with them for a semester. Um, and AJ and I fought like siblings, yeah. even though we had an age gap, but he's great now too. Oh, it's amazing cool. how all the relationships change as you grow up. We, we mature that word weird. Um, yeah. And I, I guess we're fortunate to get along with our siblings. There's a lot of people out there that don't, that, that that's sad. And, uh, I'm, I'm glad I do, you do, and such. So growing up out in the, the country, the two country, um, how much land did you grow up on? Um, my mom, so after my parents divorced, my mom had, I think, 15 acres. And then my dad was managing a ranch east of town, um, which was a lot of property. So, uh, so what kind of activities were you into? Were you running around the land? Were you a big reader? Your sister was clearly athlete yeah um yeah. athlete too but we grew up riding yeah. horses a lot um yeah. my dad was a cowboy and my mom grew up jumping in maryland um so we rode horses a lot reading uh did some 4-h for a while not too long a couple of years um yeah and and so i mean growing up like ranching style um do you now like do you watch stuff like Yellowstone and and those shows where they kind of talk up that lifestyle? I do, and I always yeah. point out the things in Yellowstone that are so unrealistic, but oh, it's yeah. very entertaining. So I watch it. Oh yeah, like well, Tia does that with funerals and how funeral directors are portrayed and stuff. And so, if you guys don't know, podcasters, uh, our listeners, um. My girlfriend runs a funeral, owns a funeral home here in Laramie. So she highly critiques it when it's in TV shows and such. Um, yeah, I critique IT, well, mo like TV stuff. Well, I can barely watch a TV show uh, without going, hmm, I would have shot that differently. Like that kind of stuff. Or if I, if I watch news, that drives me crazy because that I was taught so different and they break all the rules and it makes me mad. And so... Yeah, I don't watch a whole lot of news. We'll say that for sure. And I'm like, oh, I'll watch like Dateline and go, oh yeah, I could totally have shot this video and put it together. And now they have drones. And I'm like, oh, that's even better. Like you don't have to get a crane or anything or a helicopter. You can just drone shot that. Ah, kind of jealous of that, but I'm not jealous. I never would go back to news again. So yeah, that's that's a further down in my life. But uh, so activities, 4-H and stuff, were you good, good in school? academically yeah yeah i yeah. was good in school um i was good at math and just i think i was salutatorian so i wasn't first in my class but i was good in school and so like was there a particular subject did you were you like you said math did in science and english and all that yeah um really math and english probably i didn't I don't know. It's such a small school that there weren't a ton of options for things. So like my senior year, I did half my classes at the high school and half at Sheridan College. Oh, you're one of them uh, kids that took college classes. I was just struggling to get B's and stuff. So uh, part of me looking back going, I wish it would have made education more important, but I sure had a lot of fun doing sports. So I did enough to play sports, but um didn't do enough to uh, help me out, you know, later in life education. I'm still learning stuff and everything, but looking back, I'm going, God, I wasted a lot of time not doing stuff. And so wish I would have been a better student. 
but can't go back and change time. I just can be a student now. It's weird because I work on campus and my dad's always like, go back and get your master's. And I'm like, I hate school. Like, no way. And I go, I love at the end of the day that I can go home. And that's not that little thing in the back of your head that says you should study or you should got to do that. Like, I'm Definitely. so happy that doesn't exist in my life anymore for many years now. It's fantastic. And so you doing one school, were you going to go to college right out of high school? Yeah, I came down to Laramie. Um, and was, that the only, was that the only choice? Or no, top around. I just it sounded good. Yeah. And then I went back to Sheridan College for a semester. I didn't do so well my first semester. I wasn't going to a lot of classes and stuff. Um, so I went back to Sheridan College for a semester and then came back down here and went to school full-time for a semester and then um just started working full-time and after a few years started working at UW and they huh. pay for six credits a semester. Oh yeah. Um, eventually that way so what was it like move to the big city of laramie from small town wyoming it was good i mean bigfoot's not very far from sheridan which is yeah sheridan but we're big that yeah tiny but still pretty tiny um so it was good like growing up in the country we could finally get pizza delivered now that we lived in town Uh, just things like that that you don't think about but it was um it was good. And I really, I obviously like Laramie because I've stayed here. Yeah. For 25 years. But. Uh, so yeah. What uh, we all had to live in the dorms. You live in dorms, right? Yeah. What dorm? McIntyre. Uh, me too. I was, what year did you come to Laramie? 95. Okay. A few years, I was out of dorms by then. Um, but yeah, I was like second floor fourth. I think fourth floor is my first year. Second floor. My, last, my second year, I did it twice because the first time around I was bad and then I had some housing options follow through and I was like, I'll just do the dorms again, had a room by myself and I had a door that was right by the exit. And so we just prop open the, the exit to outside, like put a rock in there. So I rarely went past the front desk people and met anybody in the dorms. Um, but I, I then my second year of college, I got to know like the Laramie like house party scene. And uh, enjoyed that thoroughly throughout my college career, it seemed like. Henceforth, I extended my college career a little bit. Uh, I know the people that went for four years. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Uh, I'm not even close to knowing what I want to do when I was in my fourth year. I had a friend that graduated in four years. And he's like, what do I do now, Rude? And I was like, I don't know. I'm still in school. I don't have to make that (laughs) kind of choice or thought process. So I wasn't in a rush to... Get out in the world. I, I, I don't mind the money I make now compared to what seven jobs you work in college, it feels like, and everything. Right. And uh, so, what was your, what, did you work up in your hometown at all besides doing ranch stuff, or were you just started jobs? Yeah, I worked at Subway um, um, and Taco John's. That's, yeah. that's a good work experience. Now, I never worked in food service, which I was almost had a job at Hardee's and uh, I was waiting on my uniform and Kmart called and said, you want a job? And I said, absolutely. Which looking back, I go, maybe that Hardee's job would have been so bad because at Kmart, we had to wear like a tie and button up shirts and stuff. And I was busting up boxes and uh, getting dirty all the time. And like uh, my rebellious 
thing to them was I had pierced ears and they would always make guys t- take them out. And I was like, girls don't have to take them out. And yeah. so they'd always be like, take your earrings out. And I'd be like, oh yeah. And I walk around the corner like this and I just leave them in my ear, like mm-hmm. fake, like I was doing it. And so, yeah, like within weeks after uh, not working there anymore, we got in a conflict because I worked at university and I worked at football games and I edited uh, highlights and stuff and I do stuff on the weekend. So I had to like not work on the weekends at Kmart and they kept scheduling me and they're like, we're going to have to let you go. And I said, fine, I didn't want this job in the fall anyways, I just went for the summer and I gave you my schedule. But like within weeks of that, they switched to, you could wear jeans and like, <laughs> oh, I was so mad at that. And so every time when I'd go back into that Kmart, I always tell people I rang up probably the first uh, order on that register right there. Like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, it's that old. It is that old. But there's no Kmart here anymore. And so what was Subway like? It smells like Subway. I mean, yeah. you don't really want to eat it after a while after you smell that all the time. But it was fine. Yeah. Have you had Subway since? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so you had a little bit too much fun your first semester of college in Miami. <laughs> I didn't go to class that much. I, I yeah. understand. There were times where I'd always be like, uh, the weather detoured me from class. <laughs> I couldn't find a parking spot. And I was like, I am eight blocks out and might as well parked at home. And then I'm like, well, yeah. I'm home, not going back. Like that Definitely. kind of logic, really bad. And so, yeah, I mean, it was that freedom too. You're like, it's not like the regiment of high school. It's kind of like, you're, and you're like, well, who's going to miss me if I don't go? And yeah. I can sleep in every day. Yeah. And that's, yeah, not good in the long run. I luckily, I always said my first semester of college, I biology class at eight, which that was dumb, which if I give anybody advice as a freshman, don't take eight in classes. Um, I... There was a good looking girl that lived in my dorm that I just followed to class. And I'd be like, well, I'm here. Might as well learn. <laughs> so, I, I wish I, I, I don't know if I ever told her that I probably did, but uh, she was on a track team and stuff. So I was like, well, I'm here. I'm going to learn and such. I always did better at like the hands-on stuff, like the labs and everything than straight regurgitation of, of tests. Were you a good yeah test taker at all yeah yeah not too bad but i get nervous sometimes yeah and and did you know what like when you got here what you were going to major in or were you just no i had no clue that i think that's part of the reason it took me such a long time to get through college i still didn't know when i got my degree (laughs) well this is working out (laughs) yeah my dad will say he goes it's just jump through hoops like you may get a degree in underwater basket weaving and next thing you know you're running to the marketing department at some company like yeah like i have a degree in broadcasting and i'm an it which it was just a series of moves not trying to lose my job so i took the right uh promotions took the right moves but yeah it's always interesting i'm like i don't speak this language i speak like video and framing and and stuff like that. And I don't speak zeros and ones. I'm trying, trying, <laughs> really trying. I'm learning. The binary uh, number. Yeah, that kind of, yeah. 
there's a lot of that kind of stuff. I, I don't work on computers that much, but more like room systems are what I do, how we do and how I manage all the equipment in there. And somehow if it's in a room, I've probably logged it, touched it. I don't think I've installed it, but, and, or fixed it. Yeah. So that's my job in a nutshell. And it's interesting. It's interesting. I got to put my hands on a lot of cool technology. I got to learn Zoom. Uh, actually, that was a little bit before uh, uh, I went to IT, but I was a video conferencing manager. So this whole thing was like, it was work. And so like coming home and people were just now finding it on their phones and they'd be like, let's video chat. And I'd be like, I do that for a living. I want to <laughs> do that. And uh, then COVID hit and I was like, all right. I need just to interact with people. I'm it's, it's a lonely world out there when you're sitting at home sometimes. Yes, your pets can keep you entertained, but yeah, it does get lonely. And it was, that's why this podcast kind of was born. I originally wanted to go around and travel to all my friends that are around the country and be like, let's put a microphone and talk. And then I only did that interview. The first one we did was face-to-face and the rest were like this. Even though you are technically in Laramie, this is the best. I like doing it this way. So like the audio gets mixed and everything. I don't have to plug anything in, just push button. We go, I have the cool background and everything. So yeah, it's, it's, I love technology. It's, it's fun to work in. Um, but yet I do a lot of reports. Uh, so you, you go back to Sheridan, rewind you back to that point. Rewind, you go back to Sheridan after a semester in Laramie. Were you paying for your own school? Um, after that first semester, I sure was. Ah, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> My parents were like five years. <laughs> I got to year six and went, oh, I got to flip this bill. All right. And so I probably could have been done in five and a half, but I stretched out the last year because I didn't want to pay like full boat credit. So I did that and I was working and I had no idea what I wanted to do. So everything. Let's go back to Sheridan. Do you, do you live at home or do you live in Sheridan? Um, I lived with my dad and stepmom, so out east of town. Okay. And uh, did you find that Sheridan was just a smaller version of Laramie? And so going to classes was still optional? No, I was a lot better then. Just did that for a semester and then um, came back down to Laramie the next semester and went to school some, but then just decided, you know, I I would work and go to school part time. And then when did you find the, I mean, what you wanted to major in? Uh, well, thinking about technology. So I decided I was in the college of business and I was going to major in accounting, but working full-time um, the business administration degree had the option to do the last two years online uh-huh. fully. And so I did that because of that. And so now you have a degree in what? Business administration. Business administration. Wow. Cool. And so um, once you were done with graduating, what'd you want to do? I know you say you didn't know, but what'd you end up doing and what'd you want to do? I um, I worked at the university for a long time. And okay. so I was still working at the university when I graduated and stayed there um, probably for eight more years. I worked at UW for a long time oh, wow. um, in different jobs until about six years ago. And then what made you leave? Um, just really ready for something different. And I had a job opportunity come up um, at a statewide nonprofit that 
sounded really good and I wasn't sure it would work out, but it did. And so just having a more flexible schedule and some different non-monetary benefits All right. that made it really nice. Did you ever explore the ideas of leaving the state of Wyoming or did you ever go somewhere like for a month? Yeah, I've not, I don't know about a month, but yeah, I've explored the idea and I've traveled a lot, um, but I just always have stayed here. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the furthest place you traveled to? Probably Scotland. Oh, right on. What time of year did you go to Scotland? Was it all rainy and stuff? Or summer. Was it, it was summer pretty nice. Time? Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I, <laughs> my ex-wife yes i had one of those um she was from england and she's from northern england maybe central north and scotland was like two hours away and mm -hmm. i was like let's go and she's like that's so far and i was like no it's not that's like Laramie me to denver and so i was like we ended up going but once i got to know more scottish people i was like ah my ex-wife and her family sound scottish that's why it's hard to understand them half the time and uh, I'd have to translate like we'd be in like a restaurant and uh, she'd order something. They'd look at me and I'd be like, she said she wanted, you know, the salad. Like, I don't know how hard that is, but <laughs> if I would ever told them they sounded like they were Scottish. I probably would have never made it home from England when I went to go visit. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I, for this place, I've been, I went to Australia, like right out of high school, been nice. down under bowl and Japan was on the way there. Uh, Hawaii, that's all on the same trip. Um, definitely been to England, um, all over the United States. I think I've hit most of the states, except sadly enough, southern states like Tennessee. When we just went a few months ago, was like the first time I'd actually like hung out in the south, like a true southern city and such. So um, I don't know why I can't. It's there's not much that intrigues me. It seems hot and full of bugs. Um, a little bit of racism down there too, that I just not be happy with. And uh, sorry, the people that live there that aren't racist and such, I know you're probably trying to change that, but um, yeah, I always say if you have widespread panic, I'll travel. So, and they, they're from Georgia. So I probably should go check them out in some Southern venues and such. Uh, have you been around all the United States and such? Quite a bit. I haven't spent that much time in the South either. Yeah. Um, but or like the Midwest that much, but I've been around the East Coast um and California, Oregon area, Montana, Colorado. No, oh, yeah. Middle America. So yeah. it's a place. Our neighbors. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've lit I grew up in Oregon, um, suburb of Portland, moved here when I was 13. Then lived in New York, moved to New York, got married. Well, that was whole reasons going to New York. Lived out there for three and a half years, worked in TV news, was there for 9-11. Um, the, the business burned me out. Um, and living in the East Coast, there's a reason back in the day people were like, well, I got to get out of the East Coast and go West. And it was a, such a great feeling when I was rolling through like Nebraska and like getting close to Cheyenne and seeing the mountains just come up out of the horizon. I was like, finally, not skyscrapers. They are there. And I never thought 
I hated Laramie so much uh, when I first moved here and probably till about my senior high school um, that I would ever come back and work here. And my initial plan was five years. I had such an East Coast, oh, I'm going back to Oregon. And now it's 18 years later and I haven't gone back to Oregon. Uh, I guess I do like it here, but I told myself moving here, I had to do more things, outdoorsy stuff. And I did for a while, but now it gets, so, it gets cold sometimes. And I'm like, I just want to be warm. I don't want to play outside right now. And so after you spend a lot enough time in the cold, cold winter of Wyoming, you either go ski or you're like, I'm going to be next to a fire the whole time. Like, yeah. like that's how it works out. And uh, so you're letting me work in. Uh, I know you're married because oh, well, I was there. And, yeah, uh, you were. Yeah. <laughs> Best DJ, DJ ever. I was DJ, folks. Uh, how'd you guys meet? We actually met on Match.com. Oh, wow. Is that how you and Tina met? We met on uh, Plenty of Fish. I thought it was one of those. Yeah, Plenty of Fish. Yeah, it was kind of the thing where I was a... I just finished up being like a DJ in a college town and, and was like, I don't know if I can date another college girl again. Like, uh, cause I was older and they were all different, different points of their life. They get their degrees and want to leave. And that makes total sense. And it's really kind of hard to nail down like full-time job in Laramie. Let's go at the university. It's just mm-hmm. not, Oh, it doesn't always work out. And yeah, I went to online dating and we met and we always joke about it. Because there's always all the crazy shows. We watch a lot of true crime and they went over one about online dating and the psychos that come out of that world. <laughs> and so she's like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, was that a dig at me? <laughs> and so, yeah, 10 years. I, it's almost in January. It'll be official 10 years. We've known each other more than 10 years now. And so, yeah, I, I suggest it for people. But Match.com seems like more of a... Uh, reputable site um than plenty of fish <laughs> i don't know i never got into match.com a lot of, and like like since you guys met there like i we always see stuff come up like tinder and all that stuff and i'm like we got out of the dating world like just in time just for in time <laughs> yeah yeah just barely in time yeah i was like that's that's interesting and so i don't feel i'm sorry people hopefully i never have to be single again and have to experience that. i might just not date i understand <laughs> I understand it now where my friend's parents, if they were divorced and they never really found that other person, that they're just permanently single. I get it. I get it. I very much get it. So you guys got pets? Yeah, we actually have, we have two dogs now. We have Louise and she is about four, four and a half. And then we just got Clyde last February. So he'll turn one later this month. Oh, wow. I call him my COVID baby. Yeah. (laughs) So you're like, we're, we're, gonna, we're home. Were you home a lot during COVID, I guess? Yeah, I worked from home since March of um, 2020. And I actually, I changed jobs over the summer, but I still, I work full-time at home. So I'm here. Wow. So do you have like a special office set up? Yeah. Yeah. I've got my little, um, well, the giant. <laughs> ah, um, sweet. Oh, sweet. wow. Office room. Yeah. She's got two screens. I would suggest yeah. that for everybody. Once you go two screens, you can't go back to single screen. No. It's silly. In my office, I have three. Nice. I have 
the two, you know, like you have, and then I have a huge, like 40 inch, like TV monitor that I'd like my emails up there and stuff. I have to like really get look at detailed. And so um, it's nice, but I'm like in a box kind of surrounded by them, but, and they push a lot of heat. So like the summertime, I'm like, luckily I have an AC unit and everything. So my, my office is in Ross hall. I don't have air conditioning. Uh, we have a unit that hooks into the window and uh, my side of the building gets hot in the afternoon, but not as bad as wow hall used to be. That was more of my first office was that. And like, it'd be, I was on the fourth floor or third floor, fourth floor. I think. Yeah. But I can't remember. Wow. And by afternoon, it'd be like, I'd have seven fans going, going I got to get out of this place. Cause I had a lot of computers going and everything. Um, so yeah, COVID, uh, working at home. Was that like your first experience of working at home or, or just- I've been working at home for one day a week for a long time. Yeah. Um, and really liked, I really liked working at home, but it was my first full-time working at home. Yeah. Experience. Well, I did like for a month cause of diabetes and I was worried about my immune system. And, and if I didn't have to be on campus, I could do stuff. We had like online trainings or stuff I could manage from home until we like had more like science to get, say, okay, you can go back. And, uh, cause it was like, Oh, the air is going to kill me everywhere I go, you know, yeah, kind of thing. And well, the air can't kill you if there's nobody in the building, like probably all right. And so we didn't know a lot of that stuff in the beginning. And so I was at home and I always, <laughs> I got into all the fun jokes of, cause I have two cats. And like I called my coworkers after a while and cause they would come hang out in my office and they're always around me, especially my cat, Carl's my codependent guy. <laughs> and, uh, and they're always around me. And then like, I, I talked about my stairs being like the highway and after a while, like start to lose your mind a little bit. Um, being there because Tia was out there interacting with the world and she saw the funeral home and everything. And I'd be like, what's it like out there? Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> is everybody still alive? Like, we take walks around the neighborhood, like people. Oh my God, real people. Definitely. Yeah. And so like, and then we got a big technology upgrade too. So that got me going back to the university. And, and then they're like, well, you can, you can work on campus. You can shut your door. If you're in a shared office, you have to wear a mask. And I was like, ah, I can shut my door. I have a door and an yeah. office and. So that was all right. But yet the only thing that really bugged me on campus was wearing a mask outside where I would walk from one building to another and not see a single soul in the building by myself and be like, <laughs> I got to keep this mask on. So after a while, when I'd work in rooms, I'd shut the door and pop my mask off. But like, and we still got to wear them inside buildings now, but wearing them outside just made me go, okay, we're supposed to be like expert scientists, like researchers here at the university. Yeah. Can someone not talk to you guys about this whole mandate? I understand it's probably a thing where, well, if you're wearing it outside, you're going to more likely wear it walking into a building, you know, it'll be scrambling and be like, oh, whatever. Which I see enough of that. But I was like, no, I don't need me to condition to put my mask on. I'm pretty good about it right now. And, and so it's, it was interesting to go to a digital world and, and not get to see people. Did you guys do a lot of like Zoom and and meetings that way? Yeah. And I, for most of that 
time it was the nonprofit I was working for has sites across the state. And so we did a bunch of zoom meetings even oh, before yeah. COVID. So everyone was pretty used to it and it, the yeah. transition was pretty smooth. We all had laptops already. Didn't have to change from desktop computers to laptops or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I would set up my laptop downstairs because my, off- my office and studio is upstairs. And so when I get, too claustrophobic, I'd be like, oh, laptops downstairs. But then it led me, and I don't know if this is the same way you, I'd be like, oh, that house project needs to get done. And next thing I know, I'm not working. And I mean, we checked my emails, but I wasn't putting my full effort into it. And I was that's why I was probably like, I got to get out of this scenario because it's not good for productivity for me. Because there's so many projects you can do around your house. If you're a homeowner, so many. Like there's always something to do. Um, well, ran out of questions for you. Awesome. <laughs> well, this I, was I do have actually one more question. Okay. Because I ask it of everyone. And uh, since show called All My Friends with Justin Flask Root, how'd we meet? We have mutual friends who have been longtime friends, but then I think we met through Tia. Yeah, I mean, because actually I thought you were a Buffalo kid for a long time. Like, since you talked about it and you knew my friends there, Jeff and all them um, from Buffalo, and you came over to the crazy downstairs party house and uh, and such. But there's people I've met there that I, I'm like, I, I don't remember, but I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I mean, we might have met in the late 90s. Also. Yeah. Yeah, life's like, <laughs> blurry around those times. Like Jeff's wife, Kelly, I she would come to the parlor with her sister, who I remember totally, but never her when I was a DJ. And so technically I met Jeff's wife before I really met him. Um, we had classes together. We were broadcasting majors, but we really didn't like hang out or talk. But then we were in... Uh, apartments downtown i lived with a couple football players uh josh walwork being one i probably did meet you in the late 90s yeah Yeah. and josh left jeff's place and i'm sitting at home watching wrestling i got my nwo shirt on right now and uh he's like you watch this too i was just left ricketts house and he's watching it and i was like what wrestling fan and instant friendship like i'd known him he kind of facilitated josh and i becoming roommates we went to a baseball game and uh josh looking for a roommate and i was the only non-football player i was the smallest guy in our apartment and i was not small i was probably around 300 pounds same height but josh is six four six five there was another quarterback about the same height two linemen i was not it was weird because the lineman could pick me up and throw me around. And that was <laughs> not a thing I was accustomed to. And so we got to see a lot of them. Um, not my roommates, but the, only Josh came back. I don't know what the other guys are up to. Um, came back for the CSU game this year. It was I saw pictures of that. Yeah. And it's good to see all them. Um, God, they got old. I stayed the same age. They got old. Me too. Yeah. How that happened to them. Yeah. And, uh, it was interesting. Went out one night, and yeah, I don't drink like that. And 
I was off the rails. I couldn't do two nights in a row. I don't know how they did it. I was after that game. I went home and was one to watch like college football. We watched the Ducks play, and like the more I sat there, I was like, I'm not going out again. I am way. I was drunk from the moment I woke up from the night before, <laughs> and so it's good time to see all those guys reminisce. And and it's weird because I don't know if you get this way too. Um, about the '90s. Um, I was one of those guys. I remember being in the 90s going, why do people glorify like the 60s and 70s? And they weren't that cool. And uh, now far removed from the 90s. I'm like, the 90s was clearly the best decade. Definitely. I've ever experienced. (laughs) And I was like, I was 16 to 26. Um, So yeah, a lot of changing life moments. But I was like, gangster rap, grunge rock, all these great, great movies. And that they recreate these days. And I'm like, yeah, 90s were best. MTV still played music videos. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. It was pretty cool that I would think about the 90s that way. I, are you the same way? Yeah. The 90s was great. Like looking back on it, it was a really fun time. I, being that I, on radio station, having access to music, um, I will spend, I could spend years just um listening to 90s music that i never checked out when i was actually in the 90s nice i'm gonna explore 96 and see what i can find sideways and forward so i don't spend a lot of time like this newest song is the greatest like it rarely comes out of my mouth there's some catchy ones i like out there but i rarely am like i like this new band so uh and it's normal as you get to our age we uh like what we like and that's the way it's going to be. And so it's really hard to change us into liking the latest and greatest music in that way. And there's so much music that we missed out of the time that we might as well go back and, and check it out and such. So I always tell people to do that, not to diss any new artists that are coming out. Love to play them on my radio station, but it's not something I, I sit around and listen to like CDs I've gotten and stuff. I'll play them, but yeah, I don't do that as much. And see, I just got off on a music tangent right there as you nod and stuff. And so uh, I want to thank you for being on the show. Definitely. Thanks for inviting me. I want to thank Martha for being on the show. Now, if you didn't catch it during the interview, I was the DJ at Martha's wedding. It was a great time, and I love when the bride and groom have a lot of the same musical tastes as I do. It makes for an easy night of DJing. Now, if you're looking for a wedding DJ, let me know on Facebook. My Facebook page is called DJ Rude, and I'm not trying to fill up my summer or make a career out of being a wedding DJ or anything like that, but I do have a lot of fun playing music for you, the people. On to the next episode. All my friends, all my friends, all my friends with Justin Plaskerud. All my friends, all my friends, all my friends with Justin Plaskerud. <laughs>